news, views and tunes for the Norwich community. We are Future Radio. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. And welcome to the Money Matters show, bringing you money management tips, skills and information about local services supported by the Aviva Foundation. We'll be doing this fortnightly and over the coming weeks, we'll be bringing you guidance and information on managing your money and the local services in Norwich that are here to help you. And we'll have plenty of expert guests. So uh, our first guest in just a few minutes time is going to be uh, Hannah Worsley, the Norwich Food Bank Project Manager, joining us today to talk further about the importance of food banks in our community and what people can do to help support food security in our region. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. So for our first ever guest on Money Matters, we have Hannah Worsley, Norwich Food Bank Project Manager. And she's joining us today to talk about the importance of food banks in our community and what people can do to help support food security in the region. So, uh, Hannah, welcome. Thank you very much. Hi, nice to have, nice to be here. Yes, you're very welcome. Good to have you here. So, first of all, we're going to talk about food banks today, of course. Uh, but c- could you introduce yourself and, and what your role is with the Norwich Food Bank? Yeah, of course. So, as you mentioned, I'm project manager. So, our charity um, employs two and a half staff or the equivalent and um, about 200 volunteers. So, part of my role is being everything to everyone that's needed. Um, so, looking after the volunteers, looking after the office in the main, because we've got a warehouse manager and we've also got a project officer who's looking at some specific bits of what we're trying to do, um, which you might get a chance to chat about today. Um, looking after our distribution centres, checking everything runs well. And we're part of the Trussell Trust. So, although we're our own independent charity, um, it's also making sure we're compliant with all the things that Trussell Trust like us to do and, and part of that model. So an awful lot of different things, good amount of variety. No, absolutely. So last year saw a dramatic increase in people using food banks uh, with, uh, as I understand it, a 128% increase. Uh, that's according to the Trussell Trust. Uh, just wondering, has Norwich Food Bank also seen an increase in users? We definitely have. So when it came to the pandemic, sort of was it end of March? I feel like it's blurred into a massive long period now. But yeah, about the end of March, um, we were concerned about exactly how we were going to cope with all the different demands. Um, it's been absolutely amazing in terms of how many people have stepped up to help us out, volunteering and donating. But yes, a huge increase in demand. Um, lots more people coming to us for the very first time, people coming to us multiple times as well because things just weren't being fixed quickly. Um, furlough was a word I think a lot of us didn't really know about until maybe be March, April last hmm, year. Yes. Lots of people coming to us in, in that role, something that a lot of people had no concept of at all. You know, suddenly your wages are reduced and it was already a low income, hmm. really throws them into crisis and throws them through our door. Hmm. And, and, and how have people accessing the food bank changed as a result of COVID? So the type of people, has there been a change in demographic or age group? We've seen an increase in all the different age groups. We do sort of categorise the different ages on the vouchers that we get, so we can have a look at that. We've seen especially an increase in the under 12, so the 0 to 11 categories. We've seen a lot of extra people there. But the household makeup has been pretty consistent, with around 50% of the people referred to us being single adults, and then the rest being a mixture of sort of single parent household, few adults in a household, and those with children as well. So the split generally has been quite similar. It's just been increased across the board really so it's actually the people who might normally be using food banks that type of demographic and age group but during the pandemic there's been many many more people who've been forced into that category and have needed your support effectively 
Absolutely, yeah. So the, the reasons people are coming to us have changed. So before um, COVID, lots of people were um, saying the main issue was around benefit delays or benefit changes or issues between going from work into um, unpaid you know, benefit claims and those sorts of things. But it's been a lot more people where the issue has been just literally low income because the income that they've got isn't enough to make ends meet, be that benefits or salary. Um, it's just not enough to pay all the bills, um, possible debts as well that people have accrued because of of the pandemic and all the essentials that people need it's just not covering people's expenses so so you talked about furlough and obviously people losing 20 percent of their their, their, their salary uh, and, and also with what they call i guess they call it the gig economy uh, where people have insecure um employment um and inconsistent employment i guess a, a lot of that may have got worse during the pandemic perhaps is that is that the case a bit because of the changed circumstances and the the restrictions and and, and changed work patterns all of those things have that, those affect things affected people as well Definitely, yeah. We've had a lot of people in those sorts of circumstances. So as you say, particularly the furlough, zero hours contracts was an issue before. And lots of people were on those, sometimes through choice, sometimes through that was all they could get as work. And so it's the inconsistency in income that people just really makes it very difficult to plan and to budget because you don't know what you're going to get paid week by week or month by month. Um, And so we've seen that a lot. There was also the issue around childcare. So when the schools were closed and children were suddenly at home for a long period of time, people either had to reduce their hours again or possibly give up work or it meant they couldn't look for work if they were in that position so an awful lot of different factors have meant people are in a difficult position and again lots of new issues that we hadn't faced before and we heard a lot uh, about uh, the the the, the uh, school meals for kids you talked about school closures school meal, meals for kids during um, school holidays and the Marsh- marcus rashford uh, campaign yeah. of course but also um, during term time when schools were closed um, there would be a lot of children who were used to getting a hot meal every day at school who weren't getting that. Um, yep. I know some schools were making um, sort of food available, but but did that have an impact on the demand um, for, for, from um, parents with children who would have been at school? It did because there was quite a delay and also quite a sort of sporadic rollout of the voucher scheme. I don't know if we can remember what it was called now, but there was a voucher scheme, wasn't there, that lots of schools were entitled to have and to give out to the families. And even schools in our sort of smallish patch of of Norwich, where we serve sort of out to Wyndham and Wroxham and Loddon and and that sort of patch, it was really hit and miss. Some of the schools, um, it was to do with admin from the different councils or from the government or within the school itself. And families were ringing us saying, we know full well we're entitled to it. And we've had a letter, we've had this information or that information, but it's just not coming through. And we haven't got the capacity to wait. And um, we really need that support now. So we were quite often finding ourselves serving people that really should have been looked after in other ways. And it's not a problem. We're able to do that. But it's just frustrating sometimes when we see those systems in place to help people not quite working out. Um, so I think that was straightened out reasonably quickly. And so we're hopeful that this summer it will be slightly easier on those families. But again, it's just another stress and another pressure on on that that household budget and another aspect another impact of the pandemic has been uh, lots of charities struggling with their fundraising events um because they've had to be cancelled and therefore their 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 fundraising has been hit and their income has been hit um Mm. has uh has there been any impact for uh, the food bank 
we've been actually quite fortunate in that lots of people who were giving food and donations through supermarkets and through churches when they were closed or at least the um, access was much more limited and people were maybe doing online shopping and not going in quite the same way lots of them got in touch with us saying we still want to give we're just not quite sure how and so they were able to make a financial donation those that wanted to and those that could um, to us so that meant particularly at the beginning we were able to go shopping and buy those things that we really needed in and people have still continued to be really generous with giving um, time so volunteers as well as giving money and giving food and toiletries and those things that we desperately need and so we've been really in a fortunate position i think food banks have been even more in the news than they have been before because so many more people have needed to use us which they hadn't done before and so it's maybe made people a bit more conscious and a bit more aware going goodness that could have been me Mm. and so i'm in a position to help and therefore i will so we're so grateful to the community for norwich specifically of course um, but i know that lots of our partner food banks up and down the country have found similar positions so really really grateful to all the people who have given and 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 yeah, events like this sometimes do bring out the best in people, don't they? And uh, it's re- really good to good to see good to see you've had that experience. And not surprised that it's happened in Norwich, of course. <laughs> um, no, it's a great city <laughs> with a strong sense of community. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and 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 j- just finally, before we take a music break, have you had to adapt the way you operate um, as a food bank at all because of the pandemic and all the government restrictions associated uh, with it? We absolutely have, yeah. So last March, um, so when it sort of first started, we were running our normal model, if we can use the word normal, uh, where we had 10 distribution centres where people would go and collect a food parcel. Um, Everybody that uses our food bank is referred by someone that's helping them. They can then use that referral to go and collect a food parcel from one of those centres. We've got an office and a warehouse in Earlham, and they were kind of the hubs, but everything was happening at the distribution centres. Um, in with, Within a, literally a few days of the announcement being made, lots of our volunteers, some of who are older, were having to stop and shield and, and go through that process, and so weren't able to volunteer with us. Lots of people that needed to use us said, we can't come out either for the same reasons, so how are we going to serve them? So we very, very quickly adapted to a delivery model which we're still doing so we closed all of our centres and we now deliver all the food parcels to people's houses or wherever they are Um, so that was a huge transition Um, and also with social distancing and those sorts of rules and the bubbles and all those different things we had to reduce how many people were in our warehouse at any one time so we've got much smaller shifts but we're running for sort of longer days so quite a few adjustments but we're really um, pleased and quite proud actually that we've been able to continue that service throughout this time. And it's been quite remarkable the way a lot of uh, organisations such as yourselves have uh, really been able to be quite innovative and adapt and carry on providing the service that's needed in very difficult circumstances. It's hardly surprising you've had to do that, but uh, it sounds like you've really risen to the challenge um, and carry on delivering the, the, uh, the service and, and meeting the need. Money Matters on Future Radio, supported by the Aviva Foundation. We are Future Radio. 